You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. My name is Courtney. My name is Allison. This is the Double X Files. Oh no, that was rough. I'm sure you're fine. Uh, this is the Double X Files, a podcast about the X Files. Yeah, I mean more or less. Um, I'm gonna have to admit to you, dear, dear, sweet listeners, that this will probably we're gonna try to make it about the X Files, but we're gonna have to make up a lot about the plot. Yeah, well, this episode was very confusing to us. To both of us. Yes. And the Wikipedia didn't help. No. Um, there are a lot of... I got a lot of burning questions. I do. I wrote a lot of questions. A lot of questions about fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, you like the fashion I very do. much. Well, I have some qualms about the fashion. <laughs> uh, so hopefully, dear listeners, you will help us... Well, hopefully you will join this us on this ride. This ride of... Episode 9, Season 3, Nisi, where Allison and I are going to take you on a journey and try to explain what we think happened. Yeah. It might be completely different from what actually happened, but I think that's part of the fun. Yeah. Of the and in that case, just, just shoot us a little emailerino and be like, hey, you about dumb. And we'll be like, <laughs> okay, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the episode... If we miss something big, like, to the plot that's going to show up, like, five episodes later and we still don't know. Okay. You know... Mm-hmm. You know when... Yeah. This happened. This happened to me when I was taking French in mm-hmm. high school. Where you just kind of get along. You try to... You do the minimum in your class. And then you keep moving up a grade, and it's like, there is a point where you're sitting in, like, grade 12 French, and you're looking at your C-Clause homework, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't understand anything. Yeah. I feel like that's what's happening here. That's what happened, yeah, to me in math. Yeah. And also in French, which is why I quit French and started digging Spanish. Yeah, I I gave up French. I dropped French. I dropped calculus as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I think the lesson here, listeners, space cadets, is if something's hard, like, just give up. Just give up. Just and give t- up. Well, to be fair, give up and do something else you're more interested in. Yeah, I think that's a, <laughs> I that's think a that's, very good... That's a really good... That's a really good I, piece of advice. I truly believe in that. Yeah, your job is shitty and you don't Just like do it, you're not good at it. Do but you want to do more. Yeah, man. There's, God, there's no rules. Like, life is like fucking Calvin. No Ball. rules, just right. <laughs> is my motto. Yeah. Personally. <laughs> I, I, you say that all the time. <laughs> okay, so we're going to try to get through this. And we, if we miss something, whatever. But if we miss, like, a big plot point, I think I want to know. Okay. Yeah. I guess. So, yeah. I don't want to know, so just email Courtney. No, well, I'm going to read it to you if they do email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. Fine. 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 I'll just settle you down. I'll put. I'll give you some, like a little hot chocolate Aww. with some marshmallows and I'll just tuck you in. Oh. Kiss your forehead and read you a bedtime story of emails. Angry, angry emails. Well, that sounds so nice. <laughs> Let's talk about the BC Rail in Tennessee. Okay, so here's just the quick uh, Netflix description for this episode. Season 3, episode 9, Nisai, or Nisi, or I'm not sure on the pronunciation. Nissan. Nissan Auto Dealers. Um, An alien autopsy, that's in quotation marks, (laughs) uh, videotape, and a murder spark Mulder's search for a strange creature. What? Oh, God. Uh, Skelly (laughs) looks for information about her disappearance. Okay, that's like tangentially what happened. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. There's a lot of things that we looked into that actually happened that aren't mentioned in that little... Yeah. Mm. There's just... Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. So, we have a... I kind of like this scene because it's like a long train going down the tracks and 
and children just waving at the caboose guy. And the caboose guy's like, hi, small children. It's me, the caboose guy. And the children are like, oh, a train, how wonderful. And they wave, and he waves, and then they stop, and he releases the caboose, and then they leave. They just leave the caboose there. So I have a question. Yeah. How do trains work? Well, wouldn't the caboose be hit by another train that's coming? Well, not if that... Well, as we've learned in this episode, Mm. they were using a secret railway. (laughs) Oh. Oh, the secret railway. Yeah. But, hold on. It can't be a secret because the children saw it. (laughs) (laughs) But, according to the episode, they're using a secret government railway. Okay. And so no other trains are likely to come up the track because it's secretly controlled by the government. Why wouldn't they use the underground one? The what? The underground Underground railway. Um... Good question. You, the subway is what I call it. Oh, subway. okay. You call it the underground railway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and how long have you been calling it that? Like forever. Okay. People give me a really weird look. Yeah. I'm like, oh, do you prefer like the tube or subway? Like, are they? Are you? Are you not from around here? And they're like, no, no, <laughs> no, you ma'am. Keep, you keep doing what you're doing, Courtney. Just keep going. <laughs> um. Now here's a fun story from my life. Oh, good. Oh, I've built it up too much already. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I used to have an office at the back of my office building. Yes. And I would be by the windows, yes. and it looks right out over the train tracks. Yeah. And one time, a train went past my window, and the operator was standing on the deck, much like this guy was, and I waved at him, and he waved back at me. So you know what happened then. That was the secret ra- railway. Yeah. You gave him the secret railway wave. And then they went and did an autopsy on, on an a, alien. On an 11-year-old boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what this alien was. Okay. Oh boy. So they they released the caboose. Yeah. Which is what you have been doing all day. Yup. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, I haven't been pooping, so I couldn't make that joke. We had very different reactions to your birthday dinner last so night. <laughs> I had I have turned dirty thirty. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, me. And for my birthday, I requested. The largest donut humanly possible, and the most vegan Thai food that one could make in a kitchen. And that happened. Yeah. And we ate so much. In fact, there was a point where I thought I was going to vomit all over my very best friends. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really, I was working, going through the motions like, if I do this, will they still love me? Or will I just be that guy who vomited all over their couch? Well, you know, here's the thing. On your birthday, mm-hmm. all all debts are forgiven. Really? But your birthday is over, so. Oh, okay. Well. You learn that information no, too No, no, no. It's not over until we finish the giant donut in my fridge. How much is left? So much Oh, donut. no. <laughs> Guys, this donut was bigger than, like, two heads put together. And filling in and everything was so good. It okay. was really good. Well, anyways, we both had very different reactions. To the donut yes. issue. Yeah. I haven't, and Allison has. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Love you guys. Aww. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks hey, for- if you guys are just joining us because you heard me on Quiver Podcast, gotcha! <laughs> we talk about poop all the damn time. This is super explicit. We make time to talk about our own personal issues that relate to poop. Yeah. Because we're tied to poop a lot. It's gotcha journalism at its finest. It's it's brown bag journalism? No. <laughs> no. No. What is it called? Muck raking? Yeah, we're muck raking. <laughs> brown bag. Hey, Allison, what's brown bag journalism? I don't. It's when you, you journalist, you do journalism while drunk. Because you got oh. a, you got a forty in there. Okay, you got a little forty in there. Okay, let's talk about. Oh, the alien. what happened in this let's fucking talk about the alien? So we have not even finished the cold open. Well, we shouldn't. Okay, well, we shouldn't. So I gotta tell you, mm-hmm. we're like, oh Nisei, and we're like, okay, that's a Japanese uh, uh, immigrant from what i think it's like first generation first generation japanese immigrants and we're like uh oh there might be some racism and the moment we see our very first person of color we get that weird super racist uh quote-unquote oriental music yeah love those musical stings a little like mystic flute oh yarks like you didn't even see his face and it just the music started up and we're like welp 
So him and a bunch of his buddies go into this train car, uh-huh. the secret train car, and guess what's inside? What? An 11-year-old boy dressed up as an alien. Yeah. And Mountain Dew. Lots of Mountain Dew. And a soldering iron. Yes. And they were soldering they did this- some craft. <laughs> this alien had a boo-boo. <laughs> and they were fixing it with the soldering iron. Yeah. Um. So they were wearing these, like, what would, how would these, like- air filters on their faces. Yeah. And what happens is they're fixing this alien's boo-boo and a bunch of army guys come in and shoot them all. Yeah, now this was, I really liked this allegory. Oh yeah, you were talking to me about this allegory. Please yeah. please explain. So the doctors are there in their white coats mm-hmm. uh, doing work on this alien. Uh, and then uh, these these uh, riot police or, you know, rangers, rangers storm in and they're black outfits. Mm. So really what they're doing is kind of creating a dichotomy of good and evil mm. in this scene. But but, who, but really, who is good and who is evil? Well, really, that's the question. That's when they turn it on their head. Really? Yeah, they yeah. turn it onto their own okay, heads. How, how does green alien Mountain Dew is neutral to all uh, questions of morality. <laughs> Okay, good. I like that. Yeah. You should write that Wikipedia article about this episode. <laughs> you should. We can just do that, you know? Oh, we could just, like, edit it. We could just edit it, and then our fans are like, well, that's not what happened, and they went to Wikipedia because they don't want to watch the episode because it's stupid, and they go to Wikipedia and like, oh, that's... They do. Like, they it, did. Mulder yeah. did literally eat shit when he oh tripped on... <laughs> Who was this edited by? Ross sixty nine sixty nine. I don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, Mountain Dew. Are you making fun of my dad's Instagram handle? <laughs> yeah, I am. God damn it. Uh, follow Allison's dad on Instagram. Ross sixty nine sixty nine. That is not what it is. <laughs> well, I'll just try. Just see what that is. Okay, let's go to the porn joke. Oh, what? Let's go. Let's go to the porn joke. Okay. Oh, I... Okay. Right? Why? What? Do you want to talk more about allegory? No. You underlined it twice, so I'm glad we talked about I it. I was gonna make an operation joke about the alien. <sighs> Don't touch the sides. If It's fine. <laughs> well, I'm glad you squeezed that in there. That's what she said. You okay? You good? Yeah. Okay. Well... We're going to move on Talk now. about porn. Yep. Let's talk about... Let's do our job and talk about porn for just one goddamn second. Fine! So Mulder is jacking it. His wiener oh, is, like, right out. Jerking it so right. And, like, we're going to put that in the Wikipedia, too. So <laughs> do you think if we edited every X-Files... Every episode description to say that Mulder is jerking it at some point <laughs> yeah. in the episode? I think that would go over very well. <laughs> Can we do that? Like, yeah. What's the process to editing a Wikipedia article? I think you just, you submit your changes. Yeah. But people get one over on them all the time. And who really is, like, meticulously checking, like, every X-Files episode synopsis? We'll just have to do a real stinker of an episode. Yes, right? that no one is no looking one. at. Or just we put the, like, the, like, masturbation analogies are, like, really kind of, like, well, Mulder really slaps the little alien around. <laughs> it's really, yeah, really choking that chicken. <laughs> the alien chicken. Literally. The chupacabra chicken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the chicken. yeah. The chicken's his penis. He's, uh, he's stroking the Yeti. Oh, gross. Now you do one. Uh, he's really grinding the gopher. Gopher man. Yeah. The Gopherman. Yeah, because it's a cryptid. Yeah, the Gopherman of South Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's really flopping the frogman. <laughs> I got tons of these. Yeah, you How really... many episodes do we have to do? I'll come up with all of them. So many. <laughs> okay, so Mulder's jacking it to porn, and then Scully comes in. He's like, oh no, uh... uh, uh, uh change the channel. Change the channel. And it's an alien autopsy video that he bought for twenty nine ninety five. Yeah, and she's like, this is fake, just like the one they showed on Fox Network. Wink. Wink. Self-drag. I hate her. Okay, I love The Simpsons. Yeah. I think a lot of it is genius. But the one thing I hate is, like, when they take, like, digs at Fox. Yeah. they're on Fox. And then, and, and it's such a low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. And they constantly, like... Anyway, 
That's my feeling about The Simpsons. I'm glad you told me. Good. Well, okay. Anyway, twenty nine ninety nine. Porn cost twenty nine ninety five back then. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause also, like, I mean, I guess that's if you buy it, but you could also just like walk out into the woods and find some. How would you? Hey, Allison. Yeah. How do you? How did you buy VHS like pornography back then? Like, where did it come from? Well, like specific stores, but like. Well, I know, like, sex stores yeah. and, like... But, like, what if you didn't have one? Like, how do you get one? There's no internet. Is it, like, a scholastic book club you could order from? Well, I imagine there'd be, like, newspaper ads and stuff. Newspaper ads? Yeah, like, you know, near all, like, the saucy personals and stuff. Mm. There'd be, like, oh, you know, join this, like, three... send us three ninety nine ninety five. almost send you this many VHSs, like... And three box tops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so they see this, uh, so what is interesting about this uh, alien autopsy video is we have the dichotomy of black versus white, bad versus good, alien versus Mountain Dew, and... uh, Mountain Dew is neutral in all questions of morality. As is alien. Yes. Yes. Um, And Mulder says that's why it's real. Yeah, but Scully says that one, it's fake and gay, and two, that Mulder's a new male cuck. I don't remember that. Oh, it happened. Did it? Yeah. I should check the Wikipedia. You should. Because you're going to see Oh, yeah. That, that, that checks out. <laughs> okay. This is where it gets really weird. So yeah. I was following it until then. This is where you dropped off? I dropped off here. Okay. Five minutes into the episode. So Mulder takes... No. Wait. Yes. They go to this guy's house that made... What made the video. Mm-hmm. And can we talk about this house for a second? Yes. You intimately know this house. I know this house intimately. Because <laughs> while in Vancouver you're trying to find uh, a place of residence to rent, uh, especially if you're one person with a uh, furry friend, and by that I mean an, an animal and not an actual furry friend, um, you don't have a lot of choices. Yeah, you and you will see a lot of places in your hunt, mm-hmm. like this $3 million house. Uh, that's not a joke. Rat, rat, what was it? Rat Tail Productions? Yeah, the sign on the mailbox mailbox said Rat Tail Productions. Rat Tail Productions. And, um, I feel like they, they must have, like, gone back or forward in time and filmed that episode right after you looked at that house, Allison. I think they did. Because you did see that dead body there, too. And they were like, don't worry about that guy. I mean, he's paid up to January, so. January, yeah. 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 And that's uh, the first month of the Canadian calendar. Yes. Jan- Jan- January. January. And then February. And then Gretzky. Yeah. Is our third month. Yeah, followed by Linden. <laughs> nope. That's a bad goof. <laughs> <laughs> no connects on our calendar. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were just reaching for a hockey player, weren't you? That was the only one I know. Oh. I was going to go with Beaver. Is our fourth month. I was just going to say Kobe. <laughs> and then our fifth month is November. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, this is when it gets kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Mulder sees the dead body. Oh, no, there's been a martyr. And then he looks downstairs. <laughs> and there's a guy just kind of scampering. And Mulder's like, I got this. Are you okay? A martyr. A martyr. And uh, <laughs> you said, oh, my God, I hope it's an alien. Yes. Like an alien, alien with a little suit jacket. And a little it, it would be amazing. Uh, so Mulder is running after this man. Yeah. Who is a gazelle. He, just leaping across the savannah. Both yeah. Of Both of them. Uh, I have, and it's just this like parkour chase scene. Yeah. He just chases this guy down and then the guy can't get over the fence in time and then he... Okay. So I have three questions. Yes. Number one. How many guns does Mulder have? Because this guy fucking karate chops ten out of his hand. Yeah, he's got uh, four guns. Four, okay. Because he's got two biceps, bang, bang. (laughs) He's got the one in his hand, bang, and the one in his pants, bang, bang, bang. Well, the one in his hand is the one in his pants. Yeah, because he's jerking it so right. (laughs) Uh, Number two. Uh, who did the junk work in this episode? Oh, the junk work was very good. It was very good. Actually, the little the guy who was being chased, he had to, like, kick a little 
plank out of the way. I thought that was a good Can I tell you who I think did the junk work? Who did the the city of Vancouver? (laughs) No, man, that was nice junk. (laughs) There's no rotten raccoons or anything in that. Hey, careful what you're saying, but our city. There is no, there is no, uh, 10-month-old Halloween jack-o'-lanterns. This is like a family of skunks in a disintegrated mattress spring case. (laughs) Yeah, that's your next door neighbors. Yeah. The Rob Robertsons. They're really nice. <laughs> They're so nice. So many skunks though. Uh number three. Martial arts. Really? <laughs> yes. This, really. This man, a Japanese diplomat, uh, pulls out some martial arts just versus some Mulder. Real sick martial arts. It's just some, he just chops down all those guns. Right out of Mulder's Yeah. Hand. And uh so Mulder catches him and then takes him to jail and uh, they find out that he's the emperor of Japan or something. He's a, a diplomat. The emperor of Japan. Yes. Um, now, I want to... F- I Some quote, even though this episode gets a little off the rails, there are some very choice quotes. Yes. One of those is Mulder and Scully are in the jail with the emperor of Japan. And uh, Mulder looks up and he just like sighs heavily. He's like, oh, there's my beacon in the night. And walk Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> Just walking down that hallway hog. like a big dog. He's got his duster all With Dustin. a big hog. His dick is big. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> can we not, can we have a pledge not to call it a hog anymore? Oh, I, oh, I get, okay, okay, fine. Just, I mean. You have one. And I spent it. Yep. I'm spent. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, Mo- Skinner asked the question, <laughs> I am asked, I asked, like, number one when they got rolled into the city, which was, what are you doing here anyways? Well, what he's doing is, here is that they've arrested a Japanese diplomat for murder. <laughs> yeah, but what were they doing here in the first place, he asks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they doing here? It- well, they came to find the man... <laughs> that Mulder done. bought an alien autopsy VHS from over the mail. That's such a stupid It's reason. very stupid. It's very stupid. That is how this episode dumb. starts. Oh my god, it's so bad. I, like, I'm just putting it together. That's what I was laughing about before. Like, I said, does the FBI have infinite money that they can just go willy-nilly wherever they want? Mulder buys an alien autopsy tape, decides it's real, they go to find the person that sold it. Oh my god. And that's how this whole thing starts. I mean, it was real, but it's stupid. Who are, who approved uh, of that? Yeah, yeah, who approved? Or are they just going loose cannon? Is it just on their own dime? I don't They're know. They're using their vacation days. The part of the scene I really liked uh, is when Skinner basically says... To Mulder, like, okay, you've got to go back, you know, you've got to go back to D.C. and act like an adult. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mulder says to Skelly, okay, well, you go get a, you get a motel room and stick around. I'm going to go, um, and the, he says, you you get a motel room and stick around. And she says, uh, well, what are you going to do? And he says, well, I'm going to go back to D.C. And she says, well, why are you doing that? And he says, daddy likes a good boy. Daddy just likes a good boy. Daddy likes a good boy. And the daddy is Skinner. Yeah. And the good boy is Mulder. Daddy said be a good boy, so... Daddy said not to go on really, really stupid uh, missions on the taxpayer's money. Yeah. Like this. So Mulder's going to be a good boy. Mulder's going to do what daddy says. Okay. But I have Mulder goes instead to the Gerblins. Yeah, he does. He goes to the Gerblins. So he's not being a good boy. Would you like... No, he's not. Would you like to talk about the Gerblin... Fashion. Yeah, I have two fashion goblin notes. Number one, Muppet vest. Yes. <laughs> R.L. Stein, our friend R.L. Stein. The Gerblin. The Gerblin. Uh, the, from the Lone Gunman. The trio of the Lone Gunman. Uh, he has gone to Sesame Street and just taken a Bowie knife oh, to God. fucking one of Elmo's <laughs> l- lesser known friends and skinned him alive. And then fashioned a vest out of the the Muppet skin. That's uh, that's gruesome. Well, nothing's good enough for Gerblin R.L. Stein, the lone gunman. <laughs> Number two, Mulder, black turtle. Oh yeah, high waisted light wash jeans though. It's the Costco combo. It was very nice. He looked like 
like a mom. He did look like a mom. I don't know. Moms have better fashion. Than oh, that. moms are fresh. Uh, the other, um, I don't know the other Gerblins. One was in a suit. The other one was Garth. So, I mean, standard Garth, standard suit guy. Mm. But those other two boy, fuck boys, Jesus Christ. So they are looking at these uh, satellite photos that Mulder this got is, from I don't a diplomat. Yeah, okay, so. So this. Wait, why didn't it. If you have the Emperor of Japan, why wouldn't he just ask for a suitcase back? If he wasn't in jail, how did. Mulder did a crime. Yeah, Mulder. Uh, this may shock you, Courtney. Mulder does a lot of crime in this episode. <laughs> he stole the guy's suitcase he from Japan. He genuinely does several crimes. That's awful. Now I understand why Skinner was so mad at him. Like, he did a big crime. Yeah, he did a big crime. So, but what was in these suitcases? So what was in the briefcase was satellite photos of um, ships on the Underground Railroad. No, the Secret Railroad. No, in the ocean. <laughs> The secret ocean railroad? Track it's tracking a ship. To do what? Well, we don't know yet. But well, can you just explain it to me? Okay. This is from what I understand the tenuous plot of this episode. Okay. I need to know. Because yeah. I have this no idea. This is a point to point connect the dot situation. Okay. Okay. I'm step, not very good at this. Step one. one. Mulder sees a video in which the Japanese scientists are doing an alien autopsy. Yep. Number two. So, two. He goes to the house of the person who sold him that videotape. That person is dead. Yep. Three. He follows the Japanese diplomat who does a karate chop at him and he takes <laughs> his briefcase. Four. He looks at the briefcase and it has uh, satellite photos of boats. Number five. He finds the boat in question. The lone gunman tell him the name of it. He goes to the naval place where the boats are. Number six. He breaks into the boat, finds that it is, yes, the same boat. He sees people coming for him. He jumps off the boat. <laughs> we should just start doing our podcast like this. It's the whole plot. I'm not done. And then, oh, number seven. Number seven. He swims up to a large warehouse building. He sneaks up and looks inside, and he sees a alien spacecraft inside. Okay, but number seven, I have a question about number seven. Yeah. How, how, how did he choose that? How did he know that would be the warehouse where the alien spacecraft was? Was it, did he just happen upon it? Say it with me now, space cadets. Mm -hmm. It's never explained. <laughs> okay. Eight. Eight. Oh, Jesus. Okay. A train? <laughs> nine. <laughs> nine. Go. Mulder, no. Don't jump on the train. Griffin McElroy? Okay. Okay, well. So that's, that I guess that's where I dropped off. <laughs> okay. Eight. Okay. Eight. Okay. After the, okay. Well, that. How did the train come about? I don't know why he's on the train. Let's try Let's try to back up a little bit. Okay. Let's go to the B-plot that really tickled us. Oh, pink. love this B-plot. Just like it warmed our queer, queer hearts. It really did. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> it was so good. So the, how oh, Skelly finds shit. this person... Yeah, how does Is because their na her name was written down in the Japanese uh, diplomats' files. In his briefcase. Oh, like a hit list sort of thing. I guess. I guess. It's um, never explained. So Scully does some canvassing and knocks on this lady's door. Yes. And she says, uh, Betty? And the lady says, no, no, Betty's not here. And what, like, how did, how is it, in, is it introduced? Well, I made a joke that. Oh, Betty's my wife. That, uh, Betty's my wife and she's not here. Because it was weird that, yeah, I don't know. Because um, we we super gay for gay media. Yeah, absolutely. We're and we don't for we don't it. get enough of it, so we'll take it anywhere we can. Um, and then his, her wife does come. Well, yeah, and then another woman comes to the door and it's like, oh, this is my other wife, Penny. Uh, <laughs> and then they just start looking at Scully and they're like, she she's one, she's one of us, she's one of us. We can tell. A lesbian. Yes, a lesbian. Oh, invite her in. Call the other lesbians so of the this town. Is, this was a joke we had, and then uh, she suddenly had a meeting oh, yeah. with all these other women. With all these, there's no not a man just to be seen. Pan across the room, just so many lesbians. And they're they okay. They complain about men, and they also like we were all afraid to come out, but it's if it's your time, it's your time, and we're here to support you, sister. Yeah, and also give call me because you're fucking smoking hot. <laughs> And then Scully's like, no, I, 
I don't know what you're talking about. I've never... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but, but Scully, haven't you ever experienced something unexplained? Like, you know, remember seeing that movie, uh, The Graduate? <laughs> or no, what? What's the one where you see Susan Sarandon's, like, Oh! Gash? What's that one? That is an unpleasant word. Um... <laughs> No, she has a really big chest wound. Oh! Yikes. What did you think I meant? I don't know. Was it Susan Sarandon? No. Are you talking about... Mm, not The Graduate. I'm talking about... I'm just thinking about Blue Velvet for some reason. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, but the one where some lady who's smoking hot yeah. crosses her legs and uncrosses her legs... And then crosses our legs. Again. I think that is the graduate. Is it the graduate? I'm not sure. I'm not hey, sure. Hey, if you either. guys uh, know what movie that is, because y'all horned up like we are. Vagina movie. Um, I don't think that Google search is really good. Uh, here we go. You what here we go. You... Oh, penis and <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> uh, you guys, this is important. Uh, Courtney literally just Googled vagina movie on her phone, and the first hit is a YouTube link called Penis in Vagina Sex Movie. Uh, the, so, the third episode, the third one is an INDB article for teeth. I just... Oh, there's one called The Perfect Vagina, a documentary about myself. Just love the idea of like watch some some pornography because I'm all like horned up. What am I? You know, I think tonight I'll treat myself and go for penis and vagina sex movie. I mean, it delivers. This is how I'm going to come out to my family. <laughs> They're going to look at my Google search history. <laughs> vagina, vagina movie? Why was Courtney searching for but a vagina I movie? Just... <laughs> oh no, it's okay. She clicked penis and vagina sex movie. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, Skelly, Skelly's super gay. Yeah, Skelly's super gay. Um, And that's good. Mm. And there was a lesbian support group. I wrote down. <laughs> yes. Ocean Wrestle? <laughs> oh, I did too! I thought that was a goof. No, it's, it's the right there too. The ocean Wrestler was the name of the boat oh, yeah. that Mulder breaks into. So he's looking oh, for shit. a boat called... Um, the Ocean Wrestler? Well, he's actually looking for a boat called the Tilapus. Oh, yeah. But he Our instead... touched. Yes, they did. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I got excited because I saw the penis and vagina move. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Can we just talk about how Mulder uses his sweet moves, his sweet FBI moves, to go undercover to what find the fucking weed? So he fucking climbs on top of the roof in the middle of the day, dressed in completely black. That's not... That doesn't happen here. That happens way later. Oh, no, it's here. No. Yeah? No. no. That's at the train station. Okay, well, he doesn't do good things here either. No, he breaks and enters. Oh, yeah, he breaks onto a boat. Yeah, the That's ocean wrestler. Law. That's boat law. Yeah, you he broke a boat law. He committed a boat crime. Why did he go on the ocean wrestler if the other one is the one he well, wanted? Because the ocean wrestler do, is the tilapus. Do all boats look the same to you, Mulder? Wait, the ocean wrestler is the tilapus? He's not only a boat criminal, he's a boat racist. <laughs> Yeah, so he breaks the, onto the ocean wrestler. How he knew it was the tilapis, I don't know. And then tilapia. he finds something that says tilapis on it. He's like, oh, I figured it out. I'm a genius. And then the um, the, <laughs> the police... The strings connect you, connecting this was tenuous Oh, they're so, so tenuous. Uh, anyway. The rangers come for him and he jumps off into the ocean and then the big whale and I just... Fuck. Okay, so Mulder jumps into the ocean because he's being chased. I don't know how they know he's there because he did a boat crime and I guess an alarm went off. Yeah, the boat and crime alarm. he doesn't want to be caught by the police so he... Because he's an FBI agent and I guess he shouldn't be doing crimes. So he jumps in the ocean and he climbs out of the ocean and he just finds a warehouse and he looks in the warehouse. I don't know why. Uh, and it's a whale? A big whale! Just a whale. It's a floating whale. They're pouring water on it. hosing it down. It's a big floating whale. And there's guys with guns guarding the sweet, sweet whale. Sweet baby whale. Yeah. Um, and then he goes home. Yeah, he goes home to his daddy. 
So Mulder comes out of it, goes into his apartment. And like many times that we see Mulder going into his apartment, his door has been opened, it's been ramshackled, and the electricity doesn't work. Yeah. And Mulder, <laughs> Skinner's just like sitting on the couch. Just hanging out. It's like, I, I just let myself in. This is when Skinner dumps Mulder. Oh, this was harsh, you guys. Now, if you look back and you listen back into the mythos of the Double X-Files, we have been creating this mm, uh, story mm-hmm. wherein Skinner is applying for the position of Mulder's uh, daddy. Mm-hmm. Sexually. Sexually speaking. Because um, Mulder's biological father and also stepfather are dead. Yes. Uh, so, but Skinner's like, you fucking stepped in it. You stepped in it. You dragged it around my office, and now everything's stinky like poo-poo. <laughs> uh, this is bigger than you and me and the FBI. Our love is bigger than all three of those put together. But Mulder, I can't stand it any longer. You're loose cannon. You're yeah. off the force. You're off the force. By which I mean my dick, I guess. I don't know. Is what I call the force. It's very... I'm. It's a tenuous analogy at best. Uh, uh, so Skinner basically dumps Mulder. Yeah, and then so, he says Mulder better have someone else he could call. And lo and behold, Mulder does. He just he do. Mulder opens up his little black daddy book, <laughs> and he just goes to the front page of it, and he calls up Senate Daddy, mm-hmm. Sugar Daddy, Senator Daddy, Sugar Daddy, oh, I just Senator upset Daddy. Upset myself. Sugar Daddy, Senator Daddy? Just by saying Senator Daddy in that voice and then thinking about how many, like, gross old senators probably have daddy fantasies. Uh, I upset you too, huh? Yep. Anyway, we haven't seen this daddy. I think we've seen him one time before. We really liked him, though. I think it was season... Oh, this daddy sent Moeller to uh, Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico. Little green men. Yeah, it was that we saw him at the beginning of season two. That's the first time we've ever seen. We this remember guy. a character. This is the you guys. second time we've ever seen this yeah, guy. Yeah, and this is, will be the last probably until like season seven, oh. where we'll see him again. And the X Files will be like, "Remember this guy?" And we're expected to remember, but we so don't. They talk about a bunch of stuff we didn't pay attention to. Yeah, and then okay. so he he says like the Japanese are doing autopsy on American soil. Yeah, I don't understand the geopolitical politics in this. <laughs> I mean, they're they're stupid. Is yeah, what well, it is. they're definitely stupid. Yeah. Yes. So I don't understand. Okay, the Japanese are doing uh, uh, as the says, human alien Nazi hybrids. Yeah, and and they're doing them in the United States using the government secret railroad, but the government is after them. I don't get it. Probably they're being funded by the Shadow Cabal. Yeah, but I don't understand where the line between the government and the Shadow Cabal is drawn then. Uh, ghost presidents. Okay. Right? Yeah. We've covered That's this where the before. line is. Yeah. You guys know the Shadow Cabal is It's led made by up the Ghost of Presidents. And Ghost of Presidents led by the Smoking Man, a.k.a. the Ghost of Ronald Reagan. Can you imagine when Obama dies, he gets up in there? Oh, I don't know. I guess he would get an invitation, but they'd be like, you know, if you want to come, it's not anything special. You think he would start his own cabal? I think he'd destroy it from the inside. You think so? Yeah. 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 Then him and Joe would be like, motherfuckers, we're the new ghosts in town now. (laughs) Yes! Anyway. Oh, uh, Senate Daddy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Scully? Scully goes to Mulder. Scully, Mm -hmm. after her um, lesbian outreach program, which is what I call this episode, (laughs) uh, uh, Scully goes to Mulder, and Scully's like, I, I, there's been a lot, Mulder, that has happened. I got a lot to think about, but Mulder, these ladies I worked, uh, or I, 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 I met with, they all said they had the same experiences as, as I did. Like, they were all, they were all kind of in love with um, that one girl from Melrose Place. And I I couldn't understand those feelings at first, but now I know. They were all like, like they all really enjoyed the Sailor Moon cartoon when it first came out, but they God. didn't know why. And they all like, 90% of their closet is plaid. And, and we just really, I like plaid and I don't know why. Mulder, I, I, 
I think I was abducted by aliens. <laughs> and Mueller's like, no, that's silly. Uh, <laughs> no, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's stupid. Uh, so she pulls out the thing that came out of her neck, which is a little thing. I don't know. Whatever yeah, it was. It was a little, like, loop-loop. And then she says, like, oh, the ladies I talked to, they're all dying. And Walter says the stupidest line. I mean, we're all dying, Scully. Did he say that? I think so. I fucking did not pay attention to that, but that's or, dumb. Or I wrote it down and it's funny. It's oh. a goof. I don't know. Either way, it was stupid. Um, and here's the, here's the, here's the real, he's the real kicker. <laughs> Please kick me. So Mulder is like, you know, Scully, you were abducted. Uh, by something, and after everything you've seen, after going to the Squamish Mine Museum and seeing those little alien pitter-pattering and seeing all those files and stuff, like, don't you believe? Why do you refuse to believe in, like, human-alien-Nazi hybrids? Why wouldn't you take that jump? Because that's what Mueller's, like, really heavy on now. Yeah. The the human-alien-Nazi hybrid. Nazi hybrid. So... Who's making those hybrids? Is the Japanese? Well, now I don't know because this TV show is bad. You know what's gonna fix that, Allison? <laughs> we have we have a second episode that's gonna connect to this. Oh one. God, a two-parter. Yeah. Anyway, I wrote what a dumbo. I don't know why, but that applies to everything. It's accurate. Okay. Can we talk about Doogie Hauser? Yeah, let's talk about, talk about you. Do you do, do Doogie? We meet a new character. Our, okay, well, we love our background characters. And we this is meet one a of them. new character, and he works in the crime lab. And um, Scully gets him to uh, look at the thing that was pulled out of her neck. Yeah. Um, and he, like, kind of, I don't know, zooms in on it. And he's like, oh, this is really a super. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to what it's he's saying. It's in my video games or something. I was looking at his cute face. Yeah, he um, really he's cute like face. a little baby face. And oh, his I name guess. is Agent Pendrell, and he's named after Pendrell Street in Vancouver. Oh. Yeah. What's on Pendrell Street? Well, I'm going to find out right now. Apparently, it's in the West End. Oh, it oh. is in the West End. Ooh. Uh, what's it? Pendrell and Davy. Uh, a Safeway Pharmacy. Maple Apartments. A McDonald's. Something called Urban Eyes. Oh. London uh, Drugs. Oh, is that that dog park? No, that's a different Ooh, thing. Oh, a dog park? No, no. Anyway, no, no, this no, has no, been no. this has been Vancouver Maps with Allison and Courtney. <laughs> yeah. Let us Oh, ta- Zabu Chicken. Let us take you away on a journey. Just close your eyes and we'll ride down that street together. <laughs> we'll just say place names. <laughs> Look on the right. Oh yeah, that's a safe way. Ooh. Ooh. On your left, a London Drugs. <laughs> you can you can get your hemorrhoid medicine there. Isn't that a treat? Perfect. <laughs> okay. What a demo. So, we have that cute uh, Doogie Hauser guy. We like him. We like him. Um, Mulder, now this is the time. This is why he's a demo. He's on the roof. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Why does he go to the... I don't know. He, oh, it's because the he now he's looking for these scientists because he knows about the, the scientists, the Japanese scientists, who were at... Uh, unit 731 in the war and now because you know in... that's a great quote. yeah that's like a great, great touchstone to really like pull on there Chris Carter <laughs> like I love it when you take like real human suffering that happened and turn it into a fucking dumb episode about aliens and who gives a shit what else like that is a real thing that happened and we have like real like emotions about and, and, and like their their relatives are still alive and like probably upset and oh boy. Oh, I mean, we turned it into X Files episode. Anyway, don't worry, we're gonna get more of that next time because the next episode's called Seven Thirty One. Oh, I'm so excited. Um. Oh, I can't wait for you to predict that one. Mm. Eh, eh, eh. Can we uh, <laughs> can we make some? Can we make me feel better though? Yeah, I do get a half point for this. You do get a half point. for I this. did say I did predict aliens. Yes, so I do get a half point. So in our prediction game, you get a full point, and I have a half point. And you said you would give me another full point if someone said the word Yakuza in this episode. Yeah. But to your to the credit of the X Files, they did not. <laughs> Good job, X Files, for not doing that. <laughs> I mean, 
Brava. Anyway, Mulder's fucking creeping around on a fucking roof in the middle of the day in black with really tiny opera glasses. Yeah, and what the like, fuck? And he's waiting for a train, and there's like a, a watchman. He's like, hey, what are you doing up there? Hey, hey, man, you can't, you uh, can't be up on that roof. Uh, I'm not paid enough for this. Uh, it's quitting time anyway. See ya. And so Mulder fucking parkours off the roof, and no, oh yeah, he sees a minivan. And in that minivan is Japanese guys, but also our other favorite background character, Japanese Mac. Oh yeah, Japanese Mac! So if you take Mac from It's Always Sunny, and it's his Asian cousin, that's who this guy was. He had that, he had that, those eyebrows. Great face. The face, he had those eyes. And uh, so Japanese Mac... Oh my god, this is so stupid. They're coming out, they're going to the train, and guess what they have with them, Alice? Oh, uh, they have the titular alien. They have an alien. They just have an alien. They dressed him up. Just like hanging out in a little, like, suit. Oh my god. So these guys, what they, what these guys did was watch E.T., yeah. the extraterrestrial, and they're like, well, how, guys, how are we gonna, like, sneak this alien around that we have in our back seat? And they see them the the gag where E.T. is all dressed up in a dress and a wig and a hat. They're like, genius. Done. Done. So they put this alien with little sunglasses and a little little uh, denim vest and plaid and little big big boots and cargo shorts and they march them right into that train. I thought they were coming out of the train. Oh, wait. No, no, I'm no. So... They were going from the minivan to the train. Oh, yeah. And then the train's be... supposed to hook up with a passenger train and then go to yeah, Canada. And go to Canada. Even talking through this episode, I'm still so confounded about I know, what I was, it's even about. I was hoping it would make more sense when we talked this about whole, it. This whole, the pacing of this episode, when it's such breakneck speed. Why are they going to Canada, though? I don't know. But here's the thing like, if you read the Wikipedia article for this episode, it says. It was like, uh, it, there was so much happening in it that they had to split it into two episodes and do a two-parter, but there's even enough happening in this one episode that this one episode could have been two separate episodes. This whole, these two, these two episodes could have been the whole season. Yeah. Really, honestly. And so, like, how could they not have taken, like, the plot, like, this length of a plot and made that into the six-part season nine or ten? Maybe they did and we didn't understand it? I don't know. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Anyway, uh, Alien Bro is on the train, and the train is going to Vancouver. But yeah, yeah. Wait, it's going to Vancouver? Well, the the train that they're on is hooking up with a passenger train in Cincinnati that's going to Vancouver. Well, that's... Well, I don't know. Cincinnati to Vancouver? Are you sure? Yes, I'm absolutely they sure. They said it was going to Vancouver? Yes. That's a long ride. I know. Mulder's going to have a long ride on top of that train. <laughs> So what Mulder does is fucking leap on top of the train. Yeah, he jumps on that train. And at the same time, guess who showed up to tell Skelly to tell Mulder not to jump on that train? Daddy Double Tap. Daddy Double Tap is back. What what do actual X-Files fans call him? X. Just X. Just X. X gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. He does. He gives it. He, to, get, he gives, gives it, it to, to other to men. Him. Yeah. He shot. He shot like three guys. Yeah. Yeah. He, he gives it. to So them. I get it. That's a really lame name. Oh yes. X Files fans, aren't you glad we're here to name your daddies for you? Aren't you glad we're here to tell you how bad the things you like are? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can like whatever. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I just yeah, don't yeah. understand. Anyway, so Mulder, this is where this is where it leaves off. I can't believe we have not mentioned one single time the very visually German men. <laughs> oh no, we forgot about our favorite boy. Yeah. Okay, let's back up a little bit. We got it. We got it. So, for whatever reason, this episode is like there's just a little dash of very, very visually German looking men. Yeah. And you're like, oh, the Nazis are here. And Z- they're like, they are here. Killing the Japanese guys? Yeah, I don't know. They're like an assassination group? Yeah, because they killed Japanese Mac. But, you, yeah, they killed Japanese Mac. And, and the, the diplomat. Tom- and the diplomat. And probably other people we didn't pay attention to. But, like, we don't know who they work for. Was that, like, was this supposed to be, like, Dolph Lundgren? No, Dolph Lundgren died, didn't he? I don't remember. No, Is don't... Dolph Lundgren dead? No, he's not. He's on Arrow. Oh, that's right. 
I got really excited. I know. <laughs> I guessed it on an episode of uh, Quiver, you guys, and Dolph Lundgren, the real Dolph Lundgren, is on Arrow, and it was very exciting for me. Uh, well, I'm glad you were excited about that TV show. <laughs> yeah. this other podcast. Oh, my God. Anyway, so this visually, even though he's called the red-haired man. Yes. Which is stupid. He's not red-haired. He's not a redhead. Barely got any hair. Uh, he's, he does. So he is... I guess he's tracking Mulder, mm-hmm. but he's also tracking these Japanese guys because they go into um, a train station mm-hmm. and Japanese Mac goes into the toilet because he got to pee and the Nazi guy goes in after him and it's this weird like camera follow situation Yeah, where the cinematographer thought they'd like do some action shots, but like... The, like, who who are we going to follow next? So they follow the Japanese mech guy. And then the next shot is um, a Nazi guy going into the bathroom. And then there's this man. There's this boy. Just this sweet, soft boy. Who comes out of the bathroom after, the ja- after Japanese mech and the Nazi goes in. And we just follow him for a good, like, three minutes? Yeah. What's his Just story? Going about his daily life. What's his story? Tell me more. Did he, like, he's getting the runs a little bit because he's kind of nervous? Yeah. He's on a TV show. He's on a TV show. He's like, I gotta poop. And they're like, oh, we're gonna film in there. He's like, not right now. Don't come in. <laughs> okay, so, um, uh, Naomi, who does all of our background uh, character yeah. screen caps, can you get a cre- screen cap of that boy, please? Please, that sweet soft boy, please. Please. Just the just a gif of him walking in and out of the toilet. Please, <laughs> please, please. What oh, a please. good boy. He's so good. What's his story? Oh, is it over yet? Yeah, and then Mulder jumps on the train. Okay, cool. Rape Scully, it. Scully says, oh, don't do it. And Mulder's like, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. All the way from Cincinnati to Vancouver. <laughs> See you soon, Vancouver. No. Like, at the border, the border guys are going to notice a guy on the train. Yeah, they're very good, even in a pre-9-11 world. Like, they're going to just put a dog up there, and the dog will chase him off. Yeah, the dog's going to get him. Well, I guess that's the next episode of that. Anyway. A dog eating Mulder on top of the I train. I like that. I like Perfect. that. Good puppy. Uh, I ran on a squeaky scale. Uh, one is, I'm very tie-tie. Five is, I can never sleep at night because I'm too spooked. This is a one. This is a yeah, point man. five. I'm not spooked at all. I'm so tired and sleepy. <laughs> you rate on a rage scale. I rate on a rage scale. I rate from one to... Excelsius Day. Excelsius Day. Which is... Uh, it was very bad. It's very bad. It makes me very angry. I hulk up. Yep. Um, okay, I'm giving this an eight. It was bad. It's very bad. It's very bad. Like, we don't understand the very... In the very soft details of the plot, just like the step-by-step building blocks of the plot, you have a problem. Right? Yeah. Like, the the show. Not you and me. Yeah, we absolutely. Don't, it's a, we don't have the It's problem. the same thing that I always talk about with this show, where they're just trying to do so much, and, you know, none of the connections from step to step are, like, logical or make sense, or... It's just like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and wouldn't this be a cool visual, and how do we get there? Well, it doesn't really matter, so let's just, like, make a weird loop and never explain it. give Mulder a video, and they're going to investigate that video, because why the hell not? Just, I don't know. It's just... Is it time to teach me something? Yeah, I'm going to teach you something in a segment that we're calling... Wiggity, 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 how? Yeah, we... Nailed that. Okay. Uh, so, in honor of the titular alien, yeah. um, this episode's wiki how is how, sorry, wiki how, to perform an autopsy on a human being. Oh, so you're going to teach me? Yeah, I'm going to teach you. Oh, well, how many, like, okay, so it should be super complicated, right? Like, like about, like, I don't know, 25 to 30 steps? Uh, part one of two. No, it looks like there's two steps. <laughs> get a body, get it open. Done. <laughs> done so. You're done. <laughs> you did it. Okay, what's number one, Allison? Uh, part one of two. Taking steps before performing an autopsy. I guess that's good. Okay. One, understand what an autopsy is. Uh, is that like get a, a, your medical degree? or It says an autopsy is a detailed examination and dissection of a human body after death. Oh, so we know. So we're done number one. Yeah, we know what it is now. Uh, two, obtain permission. Wait, um, like from, 
From whom? Normally, permission for an autopsy is given by the deceased person's family. However, if there are legal or forensic concerns surrounding the cause of death, an autopsy may be mandated by the courts or by a coroner. So, if you just hop up on the coroner, like, just roll up to the coroner's office and, like, hey, can yep. I can I cut open a body? Yo, I want to do an autopsy. I, 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 re- I, re- I know what one is. Yeah, I did step one. I did one. I just need to go through the legal loopholes of step two. Yeah. Okay, if the coroner says okie dokie. Three, gather the appropriate data before commencing the autopsy. What kind of data, Allison? Uh, there are many factors that can play into a person's death, and it is important to have their full medical history, as well as a full history oh. surrounding the events preceding their death, in order to make your investigation and the dissection of the body as helpful as possible. So, you not only have to ask the coroner for permission, you also have to go up to this person's family doctor and get all of their medical Oh, yeah. Just... And then you have to, like, find a person who knows, you know, how this person died and be like, yo, what, what they die of. <laughs> Yo, what they die what that, of. What that body do, though? What that body do, though? <laughs> okay, number three. Uh, actually, now we're on to part two of two, performing the autopsy. Oh, shit, we're already there? Yes, we've now done everything we need to do. We've understood what an autopsy <laughs> is. We've read the definition. We've... I asked forgot the coroner. The oh. We asked the coroner whether we got permission. Yeah. Uh, and... We gather medical we files. got right? all the information that we We need. don't understand. Like, this guy has some weird diseases. We don't really understand what that means. But we have the files. Yes. Or they're in and the computer. And permission. And permission. Okay. Um, part two of two. Step one. Begin an examination of the outside of the body. <laughs> yep, this guy did. He's definitely dead. So, like, the skin? Height, weight, age, and sex of the body. How, no- do, you, how do you weigh a body? Do you, like, okay... Do you, like, take your bathroom scale and you step on it and then zero it and then you get your weight and then you grab the body and you put it in your arms and then you step you on the whale again? You your weight. Yeah? That's exactly how you Is that it. what it says? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Note any distinguishing characteristics like birthmarks, scars, or tattoos as well. Oh, okay. Two, perform an x-ray. Um, like, okay. You know those box tops? Yeah. You just, what you do is you have to send those in and they'll send you a pair of x-ray specs. Oh, okay. I thought we would be, like, in trouble here because, I mean, I can't, I mean, I could strap my uh, autopsy buddy into my car and go to the hospital like, hey, he, I just gotta check him out, guys. No, you just gotta send in for those x-ray specs. Okay, good. Because I, I wouldn't have to go, like, I have permission to do this and the coroner says, cool. But, okay, I'm glad. Okay. Um... An x-ray will help you find any broken or fractured bones or medical devices, such as a pacemaker. Okay. Shouldn't that be part Um, of the medical files? I'm going to skip part three. Why? Is it? Uh, Oh, it just says check the genital area. Yep. Because what are you packing? What do you you got down there? (laughs) (laughs) You got going on. What's, What's... What's that body do, though? What's that body do, though? Okay, number four. Four, take a blood sample. Okay, and just take it. Just Just take it. Now you have it. A urine sample should also be taken from the bladder using a syringe. Um, so do you get the urine? I have a question. Yeah. Um, do you get the urine like you would, like, funnel, like, fuel out of a tank? Like, do you have to suck the tube first? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) You can put it up their urethra? And well, then you start sucking. Yeah. Don't 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 the pee come out <laughs> when they die? That's the bowels. But no pee. Ah, uh, it can. Just a little bit. I think it, when I die, I'm gonna pee. A oh, lot. certainly. Okay. I'm about to be pee in two minutes. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Hurry, I gotta finish this on. Look, I got a vial full of pee, a vial full of, full of blood. I checked the genitals. What do I do next? Open the body cavity once the initial examinations are complete. That's step five. Using a scalpel, make one large Y incision from each shoulder across the chest and then down to the pubic bone. Spread open the skin and check to see if any ribs are broken. So it's just like operation. How do I Don't touch the sides! <laughs> <laughs> so with a scalper. What if I don't have a scalpel? What can I use, do you think? Uh, switchblade. Butterfly knife. Hmm. Could I use, like, um... Swiss Army? Like a hacksaw? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. How thick is... Our skin's pretty... Is it, like, thick? Well, this, the skin is not 
that thick. The, the difficult part is um, uh, when you have to break open the chest, the um, the ribby stuff, the chest bone, and the rib cage. You have more information than this wiki how, by the way. Anyway, what's the last step? Uh, examine each organ in the chest cavity individually. Like you just, there are more steps. In you this. just look at it. Yeah, you weigh them. Okay. Record anything notable and take a tissue sample because that's yours now. <laughs> Just put them on yourself. Seven, observe the eyes carefully. Look deep into them. And then kiss a little. <laughs> Eight, look at the head. Check for any trauma to the skull, including fractures or bruises. Nine, finish your notes or your dictated recording after the autopsy is complete. When do you wash your hands, though? It's do- It doesn't say. Oh, God. Well, I guess you don't. And those samples are yours now. What... I mean, it doesn't tell you how to get rid of the lana either. I guess you just give it back to the coroner. Oh, yeah. I'm done now. Uh, is, I- there, is there any, like, <laughs> is there any, like, guiding questions that the WikiHow people... Um, what do they do after the autopsy to prepare the body to be returned back to the family? Is it sewed back together? No, you just kiss it on the head, look deep into his eyes, and say, it's time to be buried in the ground now. You are done. You are done. Can family who have autopsy results prevent a girlfriend from seeing them? Uh, what? In what? It, uh, tell me that story. I don't know it. Tell me that story. Oh. <laughs> so, like, he died. Yeah. Maybe. He died. Maybe the girlfriend's like, don't eat pizza because you're allergic to it. And he's like, girlfriend, get off my back. I'm going to eat pizza. And then he died. And then he doesn't want the girlfriend to nag him. You know, girlfriends. So he doesn't want the autopsy guy to say he died via pizza. Yes. Okay. Uh, I like this question because it is literally answered in the body of the article. Yeah. Uh, How would one incise the body during the autopsy? You cut it in a Y shape with a scalpel or hacksaw. Hey, there you go. I learned that. Um... Uh, can I perform an autopsy on a family member if they give me permission? Well, yeah, because if you get, that's step two, right? Yeah, that's step two. So. Oh, there is. Oh. What? There is a There is a warning at the bottom. What does it say? Do not perform autopsies or dissections if you are not a licensed pathologist. (sighs) That would be considered mutilation and is a crime. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Are you saying my hands are full of body samples and I just followed the step by step and they didn't tell me I was doing a crime? But you did a crime but though. I, oh shit. Well, okay. You did you did do a crime. Well, though. I guess we're gonna have to Wikipedia how to get rid of the crime. Oh no, we we don't have to I already know. Okay, good, that's good. Oh yeah, we do. You do know. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, let's do. Thank you, Wikipedia. Or thank you, WikiHow. Thank you, Wiki, Wiki, WikiHow. Wiki, Are we gonna do an yeah. actual song? No, we're just gonna do that every time. Oh God. Okay, I'm sorry. It's time for predictions. <laughs> Yay! Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Allison. What's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. You're predicting now. Yay. You are a half point up. You're a I half am point the predictor up. now. You have a predictor now. Uh, you are a half point up I'm on me. I'm a half point up on you. You're always a half point up on me. <laughs> uh, the episode, as I mentioned before, oh. it's a, this is the number two of two parts. Uh, it's 731. <laughs> it's going to be a real number two, all right? <laughs> what could that be about, Allison? Oh, I think we're going to deep dive into some more actual history that happened and how it pertains to this dumb show. Okay, so give me the half point, half point situation. Okay, um, I think, well, first of all, I think Mulder's going to get into that train. I think there's going to be a train chase on the train. Okay, I'll give you a half point for train chase. Yeah, I think people are going to be chasing each other up and down the, cha- the train. Okay, um, up and down the track is the song that I made up. On that midnight train to Vancouver. <laughs> no, it's not midnight. That takes like three days to get from Cincinnati to Vancouver. <laughs> um, and I think, I think that there is going to be a daddy confrontation. 
between at least two of the three daddies introduced in this episode. So, Daddy Double Tap, Skinner Daddy, and, and Sugar Daddy, Sugar Daddy, least, Senna Daddy. At least two of those daddies, three if we're lucky, are going to be embroiled in a, a daddy conflict. Face to face, fist to fist. Dick to dick. Dick to dick. Hog to hog. Hog to hog. <laughs> to hog. Oh, I just used up two more that I wasn't supposed yeah, to. Yeah, but I, I used one, so okay. it's okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, if you have questions or like, comments or comments, you can email us, like I said, at double X Files Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. What's our social media show? Uh, on Twitter and Facebook, we're double X Files, D O U B L E X Files. Uh, and on Tumblr, Tumblr, we're fuck yeah, double X Files. Fuck yeah, we are. Fuck yeah, we uh, are. If you, like, okay, here, here's the deal. If you, like, have listened to every single episode, number one, I'm sorry. Number two, if you enjoyed this podcast and maybe, like, one other podcast on the Thunderquack Network, like Quiver or Rebels or the Pullbox Podcast. Or you're really stoked for Riverdale Gang to come out. Like I am. Uh... Why don't you just toss them some sweet moons? Yeah. On patreon.com slash thunderquack. $7 a month gets you the Snailmail Club, the X-Files Snailmail Club. Well, we gotta start working on that season three mixtape. Are we doing that season three mixtape? I don't think we're doing a season three mixtape. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, I'm sending out things this week, because it's the end of the month, and I send them out at the end of the month. Uh, I think you guys are getting something from the town of Barkerville. That's awesome. BC, which have camels. Yeah. They had camels. They had camels. So you'll be, be have a big story about camel history. Um, and maybe I'll throw in some candy or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but just give us, like, keep us alive. Keep us going. Keep us going. If you the also, show just drains the life out of yeah, us and if we you need wanna, you. We actually do need you. Um, one of the things, this sometimes, this podcast is hard. Like, sometimes this podcast is hard. But we get some really nice reviews on our iTunes. Yeah. Uh, there was someone who left us a really great review, and you sent it to me, and I'm like, wow, they get us. Yeah. Like, I think the review was about how, you know, these two th- these two are not like any other podcast, X-Files podcast out there, because they're not fans of the X-Files. And you know what? That's refreshing. Yeah. It's nice to hear, especially people who are X-Files fans, like, appreciate the fact that we can be critical of something that's very dear to you and not just hate us for it. Because we do love you and we wouldn't be doing this. Like, honestly, if we didn't care, we would stop the podcast. Yeah. Right? But we care. We're we're invested. Um, And enough people like this podcast that we keep doing it. So if you're going to give us maybe an early Christmas gift or a belated birthday gift for yours truly, can you just take, like, three minutes and go to iTunes and drop us a review? That would be great. Yeah, we would really appreciate it. It really lifts our spirits. I would love to see, like, one new review every episode. That would be awesome. And it helps other people find our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you want to share the gift of poop and background characters and daddies? (laughs) Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? It's time. It's time. What do we do? We just say goodbye? We say... Do you remember? Yes. The truth, truth is, is out, out there. there. That's wiggity wiggity wiggity. <laughs>